0: So I guess we should introduce ourselves for those who may not know who we are. Uh, Pete Dork, on the left. Uh, yes, I'm obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. I tend to collect for
1: all kinds of systems, usually anything 16-bit and above. And that's me. I'm Jason Heidi.
2: Give it up! <laughs> I like long walks on the beach, barefoot, with John. <laughs> Mr. Game That's right. No, I like, uh, no, you know, video games.
0: Mostly racers. And shooters. And casino games. casino games. Nice. Okay, so this is my official name, Game Street, You One. <laughs> uh, yes. You're Jason Heine and Pete Dorum, Game Street, you One. No, my real name's John Joe Lester and uh, huge gamer, also big Star Wars fans. Who, who's excited for the new Force Awakens? Just kidding, awesome. yeah. who, who played that beta for uh Battlefront? anyone? Woo-hoo. Nice, what do you guys think? <laughs> <Yeah>. Madden. <laughs> what do you think about
1: the $50 season pass? No. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, so what, the full experience as well? well oh, hold, hold on, for those of you that don't know, we're a podcast, All Gen Gamers. We started <laughs> back in what year? This is our fifth year. Fifth okay,
0: six. our sixth. Our sixth? What almost, do I know? I just worked Almost 200 episodes, so allgengamers.com and we're on Facebook and everywhere else, so. Just a brief introduction. Yeah, we're missing uh, Ben. Uh, ben is to be here too, but uh, he's out in Canada. Everything. Yeah, he's in Putin. Putin. But yeah, he'll be here. I wish he was here. Yep. I'm not sure he's I do i a From what I've heard, he's making some sweet deal right now with somebody that wanted to give him some free stuff. So can't blame him for that. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely so okay go back to the season pass with uh, okay so so what I, I just heard about this too like a few days ago
2: so what the full experience is what 110 bucks I, mean, I love
0: Star Wars. I know someone's going to be in line for it, but. Dude, I pre ordered the, the PS4 bundle, the system with the Darth Vader. Have you guys seen that?
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: how, how big it was Did you guys. Uh, and I have a PS4. I bought it just because of Darth Vader's head on it. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> they
2: had a Toys R Us. They had a Star Wars day, right? With a Force Friday. Yeah. This is a really funny story. I've already told it, but I'll just briefly say it again. So, we were like, let's go down there, like last minute. So, Stephanie and I, we rolled down there. And we're walking through, and of course, who do we run into? Of course, John is there. But not only that, he has a cart, right? He's like the shopping only A uh, shopping cart. He's the only dude there with a cart. And it is just full. And he has this huge stormtrooper. Like, like it's, it's, like big, four foot it's as big Jackson's as him. Feet, you know, Yeah. It's and it's, it's, it's like hanging off the cart, and we're like, John,
0: what are you... He's like, look at it talks. It's like... <laughs> uh, I, I brought my two-year-old twin boys at home, and I brought that home thinking they love it. Freaked them out. They were shaking. Yeah. Garden, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't like to think of it just ladies and gentlemen Mr. the game is 81 yeah, and, and Steph comes like, behind me I'm like look at the shelf and she's like hey you're supposed to be here <laughs> <laughs> no it was fun that was a good time man. it was good stuff but I'm going to tell you specifically you're things. hunting for like is it is specifically with any merchandise That's just really hard to get. you got one of those little droid yeah, Control card. I did, I got the uh, B8A, whatever I Are they still like Super soft here? Uh, no. yeah, I mean, it's like 140 bucks, and they, uh, yeah, like they move around, you can use your iPhone to like move it around oh, or whatever, it's pretty cool. And you can do like yeah, messages it's and phone yourself and doing, like a hologram with yeah. like augmented reality and stuff, so it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, buddy. But the battery's a three hour charge and only an hour oh, worth of like, battery life on it, so it's kind of brutal right here, cool. so are you guys still picking up? I don't the whole season passing. Yeah, I'll get it. I mean, you could have George Reeves head on a party pin I don't
2: know. That's that's deep though. i you know I you know I love dice and I love
1: Star Wars and that's hard, but. I mean, that kind of brings us, because we also wanted to discuss um, the rising price of collecting retro games right now. And I'm sure if you've the show floor, you probably noticed that games that were $20 a year ago are now suddenly $60. And it's getting very, very hard to collect, especially if you're into the more Nintendo's, even Sega Genesis. Now, I remember back in the day, I remember it was like Super Nintendo was the only system that right. was expensive, and now it's like it everybody's like, plug for Genesis because it's very affordable. And right, right. TurboGrafx 16 is really expensive now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always been but that's just, it's been especially if you get into like much. the cardboard box with TurboGrafx, good luck to you. Yeah. What single game is, like, no less than $50, less than super common. Right. You're better off going with PC Engine. Get the PC Engine Duo RX is my personal recommendation if you're getting into TurboGrafx. You can pretty much play everything, <laughs> except for US
0: TurboGrafx. You so what are you guys coming for this weekend? Anything particular? Um, I already found it. That's nice of you to say, my staff is right really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fish. <laughs>
2: fish. See you later. Session's <laughs> well, like over. Like it comes with a wheel or what? You know, it looks like it has a whole fishing rod that attaches to the the nunchuck, and you actually like reel it. I'm like a huge Sega bass, bass fishing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Real. Yeah, like for, for a real. Real. Look at it. So anyway, found that.
1: That's cool. Game over. Nothing, nothing beats bass fishing for dreamcast. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I guess John, if you want to talk a bit about what we picked up from the good deal
0: of game booth and kind of how that ties into, yeah. you know, Smurfs and yeah, I'm a huge like obviously I'm a huge like, homebrew games and like repros and like you know hacks or whatever so I'm kind of big into that right now and there's a good deal of games at the booth here. If you don't know you if should you. all check it out. Check it out. He's got some cool stuff. But I picked up they, they call it it's for the virtual boy. They call it hyper fighting. But it's Street Fighter 2 for the Virtual Boy, complete in the box, like, straight up. It and looks like a retail release. And what the guy did is, it's like you look at it, you never know it's a homebrew because it's like really high quality. And they took this sprites from the Genesis port and they poured it over. It's all 3D, which is crazy. So I'm playing it, and Chun Li's like legs are, hey, hey, hey you, know, like, you know. But it's all like you know. Did the have any
1: do they have more copies left? Uh, the, the guy only made... It's this guy that makes, like, these types of Virtual Boy games. He's come out with a couple. He only made 50. 50. And Good Deal Games brought two of them to the show. They sold before the show even opens. They sold yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> wow.
0: You had me Chun Lee's legs. Yeah. No, it's cool. Yes, the, not- the audio is really cool. It's weird, because, you know, the, the Virtual Boy has the two D-pads, and you have to use the second D-pad for your, your punch and kick. Like, up is... And what other game used the D pad on the virtual
2: boy? Uh, There's color Boxer. Just, yeah. just yeah. one, right? Well, D pads. Okay. Just, okay. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> Maybe a Japanese game I haven't played. Visa. Yeah, okay. That's cool. It's well, cool I to I utilize do, it. I love like the virtual boy. I think it's a very underrated set. I like the virtual boy. I have a complete collection, U.S. collection. Yeah, me too. People knock
1: it all the time, but there are some gems on there. I mean, unfortunately, it's going up in price as well. But like Jack Bros. is ridiculous
0: right now. It's exactly. like $300 to 400 for a nice <laughs> mid-copy. Who has a virtual boy out there? I'm just curious. What do you guys think of it? You, guys like it? you need the
1: virtual boy experience. TV? Of, you have to lay on your bed on your back. Put the headset over you and turn all the lights off. That is the, the way to light, to you know, No, I'm totally I'm just, serious, because you know, then all you see is virtual boy. Music. <laughs> It is awkward.
0: It is really awkward to play, though. Like, I was trying to play it yesterday, It's I was like, really, because you have to, like, have somebody to hold it for you if you're up, or, like, put it on a counter, and yeah. it's weird. Do you mind saying how much you paid for
1: Hyper Fighting, Joe? <laughs> $250. Yeah, $250. Yeah. Yeah, was the simple. guy that
0: made them, though, originally charged 150 Yeah. Wow. Um, but we also need two more Virtual <coughs> Boy games. Yeah, for you guys you were know, Facebook 2000, remember that game? It came out for the Game Boy and uh, some other games. It originated as an Atari ST game, I believe, and it was
1: known as Midi Maze. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because I, I think the Game Boy version, believe it or not, is the only Game Boy game to allow up to 16 players at the same time. So you can actually link together, um, I don't know the official name, but like link cables for Game Boy. And if you link seven Isn't of those you like together, that? you can have a 16-player deathmatch on Ooh. Game Boy. Ooh. That sounds awesome. And the cool thing is, Baseball on um, Facebook Two Thousand, they call it on Game Boy, is one of the most visually stunning Game Boy games you'll ever it play. It's a first-person shooter that actually is credited as being like the first game to kind of invent deathmatch, at least on the Atari
0: uh, ST. Yeah, it's one of the first first-person shooters. Technically. I, that's what I, I remember hearing that too. Yeah. Um, I remember growing up in Seattle, the Seattle Science Center would have like a demo of that of Facebook Two Thousand on Game Boy that kiosk, It was really cool. at The Science Center it was just kind of random. but now don't get your hopes up. Uh, it's it's like
1: giant Pac Man smiley faces, and you're shooting, like, balls. So it's it's nothing...
2: It's really weird, because everyone's so happy in that game. Like, you're this big, happy ball that's killing other happy balls. It's very weird.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there was a port coming to um, the Virtual Boy that went unfinished. It was, like, 80% complete. And uh, uh, there was one copy of each. The guy brought two versions. There was a prototype version, which was, like, the 80% unfinished version like, So if you're a purist That's the version that you want But I snagged the version That everybody wants on John Which is the remastered version With like completed All the levels Ooh, Ooh. So I would have bought that hyper fighting.
0: so he yeah, got hyper fighting. They did baseball. They were rooming together, so I put it like right by. Yeah, the I came ball. back to the room and it's like sitting up, like the all the away from all his other stuff.
1: And I, I examined it, flat check to Pete laid up all night
0: playing Virtual Boy on the bed. Flat check. Yeah, Pete travels with Virtual Boy everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. What was the other game the Lynx game kind I of picked up? The Zoo? Zo- oh, yeah. I told you to buy Zaku.
1: Uh, Zaku the Lynx. Yeah, it's, the, uh, it's actually a side scrolling shoot 'em up And if any of you out there are fans of, like, Air Zonk or, like, super colorful shooting games, um, Super Fighter Team, several years ago, came out with the first, like, from the ground up, built for the Atari Lynx, shoot-em-up. Uh, they charged $40 for it. Only a couple hundred copies were made. And I saw this guy's booth for $75. I'm like, i am like, John, you better buy that right now. Because the last one that was on today was like, it was like 150 to 200 And I'm like, just buy it. So, But keep your eyes out there for it. They may reprint it if there's enough demand. So if you want to kill the value, go to superfighterteam.com. Tell them that you want more copies printed. And if enough people want them, they'll print more. Yeah,
0: but it's It's pretty impressive because it's on the actual
1: cart, you know. It's a real cart. Typically, like, homebrew link stuff comes on, like, a prototype board kind of thing. This is on a real cart without, like, the... Yeah. all
0: the messy stuff on it. So. How about Zippy? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm actually interested yeah. in that game. You guys seen that Atari yeah. Asia has yeah. a booth? Have you seen that booth yet? They have, like, it's got a Zippy, the porcupine. It's basically a yeah. hedgehog for the Atari 2600. And it's really impressive. It's actually really good-looking for uh, Atari 2600. The music, the music is amazing. Is it, it's
1: Green Hill Zone. I mean, they, it's more than one track, too. They have, like, if you few at the title screen, yeah, like it's so it might be a little hard to see, but as you can see, oh, he's
0: got it It's sort of like a knockoff Sonic. I mean, why did you talk about the history with the so other The same guy who programmed this game in uh, Princess Rescue for the Target 2600, which is Super Mario Brothers for the Target 2600, and that's very really impressive too. But I got um, Nintendo gave him a cease and desist on that, it's an exact part, like the music. It, it's it's an exact Mario clone of the Twenty Six Hundred. They just changed the name. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this. This is a very sought after game, um, and I I'm imagine this game's like the last Okay. Game. So those of you that collect, okay, even if you're not
1: into Atari Twenty Six Hundred, if you're looking for something that's going to go up in value, because they're going to get a cease and desist on this, <laughs> out of doubt, calling it yeah. Yeah. That's why they only printed like a hundred of these, because they know that once Sega catches wind of this, I love the box. They're that. not going to be able to sell any more of these. So yeah. they printed how many? hundred? Uh, something like that. They're fifty dollars, but if you're the type person that likes to buy a game and see it rise in value over years, you probably want to pick up a copy of that. <laughs> <laughs> Zippy. Yes. Zippy! It's cool. It's really crazy what they can do on Atari. The they have the loops in green holes. like It's full-blown Sonic on Atari. It's cool. What else do you pick up? Um, oh, well. Let's see. So a couple of conventions ago, someone gave me a system that I had on my wish list for a very long time. Because I've been meeting you live streaming on Twitch because I do some live stream. Oh, so like, cool, cool. And he's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's a Sega system. And it's the Sega Pico. So I've actually had it in my mind that I have wanted to do a live stream. I'd be the first person in history to live stream the Sega Pico. <laughs> is it even in the Twitch database? <laughs> probably not. But <laughs> um, I picked up probably the most desirable games the
0: Tails game um, from Sonic Echo Jr. And Sonic. And and don't know what game was. The it was uh, both kind of using the Genesis engine, right? And they were looking at kids. It's like it's like a. Yeah, it's like, I haven't played it, but it's it's like a little tablet with books. And, but
1: some of the Sonic game, believe it or not, is like actually a real game. Like there's mini games on here and stuff. Like it's it's not just like an educational game. It's got some cool mini games on there with robotic in there. And it's pretty cool. The boxes are cool. Echo Junior, huh? Yeah, Echo Junior. Yeah. Tails and the Music Maker. Oh, drop a beat. or such a bad beat. Um, I bundled it with some other games, actually, and this is a great booth, by the way. Um, if you go where we are, back left, there's this guy. You'll see he's selling like a whole bunch of like Tiger handhelds and stuff. Um, he has an R, a Tiger R Zone complete package, uh, but he has a lot of great deals. I bought a lot of stuff from him last year, actually, um, a whole bunch of Sega CD stuff. And I made a bundle deal with. Speaking of collecting. The price on games are going up for certain systems, but certain systems are not, such as Link Stuff. I bought a whole bunch of Atari Link Stuff. Um, but there's one standout title that I'm trying to find. Here it is. So there was a company called TeleGames. Back, uh, they, they used to basically pick up dead consoles and release games for like the Jaguar and whatnot and that were dead and not going to be released. So they stopped doing that in 2004, though, I think. But I picked up this game called Crazy Ace Miniature Golf on the Lynx. This was a dead unreleased game that they sort of revived and released on their store. It's one of the most visually stunning Atari Lynx games you'll ever see. It's a mini golf game, but it's got this cool, isometric, like, faked 3D view to it. <sighs> Set me back $90. As oh, you drop it. Uh, okay. You know, it's no, worth half. No, half. 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 <laughs> No, but I, you know, I, I picked up a whole bunch of other stuff in here, just... I don't even remember what I had on the links.
0: So I'm like, I'm just taking a chance on some things. I love the links, man. I was, yeah, was back in the day. I remember I got a day one, like the big, you know, the bigger one, the model one. Oh, the one that doubles as a shoe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, shoes, okay. Shoes. and like putting those batteries. I remember my parents get really upset because they support suffering <laughs> through batteries because they're, like six double A batteries last like five hours, four and a half hours of <laughs> gameplay. So I remember my mom would do these for like price stuff back in the day and pick up like. Those batteries are bulk. I'd go through like 30, 40 batteries in a week for the links. job, and then I'm like, then we had a bright idea. Let's get the AC adapter, and then that worked. But then you go on road trips, and that's why I never try on my game gear because it's the same thing. With that. Yeah, that that doesn't last very long. Well. But first color, it's really the first color portable handheld, really, before Game Gear came out. It's really an impressive system. And for those who don't know about the leaks, you actually flip the screen so you can actually play left-handed, too. Like, there's two buttons. So you can actually flip the screen, and you do the D-pad on the right, and the actual button's on the left. It's kind of weird. I don't think I've played a game like that yet on the links, so. though. Yeah. Uh, do many of them take advantage of that? With every game you play. Oh, really? Yeah, it just flips the controls. Hmm. Oh, right, I see what you're saying. Okay. It's weird, because you think for left-handed people, they're probably pretty used to playing the deep end on left left-hand. I'm left-handed, but I don't. I just keep it the regular way. Right. That's weird.
1: Uh, but I have, a, I have a quick recommendation here. I didn't see any others on the show floor, but for those of you that are fans of Sega Genesis and beat em up kind of games, this was one of my favorite games as a kid. I used to play this over at my grandfather's house all the time. And if, any of you played two crew dudes? <laughs> it's really, really fun. It's uh, it's pretty uncommon. Like, the guy was asking $30. I told him the 27 But if you see this on the show floor, highly recommend it. Have you guys played this? Never. Uh, oh, my God. Wait, I love Data the East, the, though. Is, it's beat Yes. Yeah, it seems related. Really like Data East. Oh, no, sweet. Yeah. So, keep an eye out for that. And that also brings us to our next point. Since this is the beginning of the show, and thank you so much for sacrificing precious deal hunting time yes, in the right. morning with us, um, we kind of wanted to go over how you should be buying games out there, when to hold off, when to actually buy something. You should always be haggling. I know some of you are kind of like squeamish on the whole fact of not offering, but especially because at the beginning of the show, you're going to get a lot of resistance. Like people are going to be like, no, no, I don't want to. Yeah, at the very beginning for sure. um, always, Always offer, like if they're asking $20 for a game, be like, would you take sixteen for this. Don't say eighteen because they're gonna counter you with an eighteen dollar offer when you offer sixteen. So trust me, if you've never haggled before, you should really, really give it a try and bundle stuff together. Don't pick up three games. <clears throat> like with the link stuff here, I picked a whole and I have a whole bunch more down here, but I'm like, what would you give me for these? And in my mind I already added up what I'd be willing to pay. And in my mind, everything with the safety go and the links and everything I was willing to pay two hundred. Was the most. What <clears throat> he ended up He also came to two hundred. So it's also important to know and add up beforehand the most you're willing to pay when you bundle together stuff. Um, But they're very willing, a lot of the sellers out there will even though it's just the start of the convention, they will drop prices for you. You know, if it's a five hundred dollar game, chances are they're not gonna go lower than $4.50 450 at this point show. I'll give you five bucks for that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dude. But I mean, realistically, they they brought the stuff to the show to sell. They don't want to take it home, so yeah, they want to sell it. Are there any other booths that you guys saw out there that you can recommend to them that they besides, you know the copper oh. vision booth?
2: I, I don't know the John. name of it. a booth. That, <laughs> there was a booth in the far corner that has a whole bunch of import
1: stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, unfortunately, but if you're into imports, it was nothing but imports. like. Yeah, but I think I, I, think I know the booth that you're talking about. They had a lot of very common stuff. And you have oh, was it? It's, it's a lot of that filler, like yeah. sports, RPGs that you can't understand.
0: Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, that was kind of the style what people are doing, a lot of vendors are doing. They're putting their high priced items on front in glass cases. You probably noticed that. So, you know, everything's. Just be careful what you buy, buying. It's, just, you know. Definitely work with them in price. There's, um, there is a booth for those of you out there that collect
1: Super Nintendo, though, that has like every single Rare game that you can be seeing. Metal Warriors, Harvest Moon, like, they even have uh, Arrow Fighters, which they're asking $1,500 for. Wow. Um, really? wait, everything's complete. Wow. The only problem, I was rummaging through them, a lot of them have sun fading on the front some of the Rare games, and I was just like, hey, I Um, but. Their prices are basically market value. So if you're looking for a rare Super Nintendo game, they will have it. It's sort of in the center. Have really big booth that's out here, the one that has like the biggest booth that puts everything in like junk piles. It's kinda like right behind them.
0: So it's it's really hard to give directions to where this stuff is. Where's Belgius coming up? What's that? I'm gonna have questions for you guys. Okay. (laughs) You're welcome to join us too if you want.
1: (laughs) So we wanted to ask, um, raise of hands, how many of you had like a holy grail that you've been after? And did you find it yet at the show? Wow, that's X3. great. X three, X three, My mom gave it away when I went to the. I joined the army, so I was like, Oh wow, <laughs> Nice. Was a complete or card only? What's that? Was a complete or card only the one you picked up? I haven't found it yet. Oh, oh sorry, <laughs> I didn't see it. I saw X two. Um, Actually, there was another booth selling some Super Nintendo Complete box. I picked up Brandish Complete for $60. It's an RPG I've been after for quite a while. It's really unique in that it's a dungeon crawler, but in order to actually turn your character unlike a Zelda game where it's, like, super easy to just navigate with the D D-pad, this one I think you have to use the shoulder buttons to, like, turn your character, but it rotates, like, the entire screen. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's a really weird control scheme, but they've got some decently priced stuff over there. Um, It's towards the left of the vendor's show floor. What's that link scheme? you picked up yesterday that oh, right, right. <clears throat> I picked up um, Monster Gate, which is an unreleased dungeon crawling roguelike for the links that was official released. It's not a homebrew. They just never released it and uh, Good Deal Games was selling a cart only, but it was like one of those unlike um, the the board itself. The Yeah, the E prom yeah, sticking out of it. in um, like a really shoddy like print that out of a Ink printer, like hover yeah. and stuff. That ran me fifty. But I love roguelike RPGs, so I was very excited to, to find that there. How many are on the links? RPGs? Not many. Yeah, that's, that's kind that of the one. That many. I mean, I had The Beholder, but that was not even released. There's only two copies out there that are full games. Yeah. Um, this Monster Gate game. I, I can't think any I, of any. I really think that's it. Does anybody you know any RPGs on the links that were missing? There's probably like one links person out there, anyways. I'm wearing it on <laughs> my foot. Yeah. Um, but the other of you out there that raise your hand, how many of you actually found your Holy Grail? Not yet. Oh, thanks. Okay. What did you get? Well, I didn't it's get it. It's not rare, but it. I was looking for a oh. real range, and I found it for like five bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, not, Holy Grail doesn't necessarily mean it super rare and expensive. It could just mean that one game you're after. What did you get? I didn't get it, but I was basically, I like, would never seen one of Was a picture Japanese? It's uh, Saturn. Which game? Oh, it was
0: in the game it was more so in the Oh, the, oh, the Saturday. The, never, yeah. The, with the, gray with the Yeah. Color the Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. How about you over here? What are you picking? Um, I didn't, I'm trying to pick up right now. I think I put it on NES, because I'll be able to get some Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NES, dude. Classic. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the going rate for like a complete nice condition working NES these days? 40, 15 minutes. I not have 60, yeah. I haven't bought an NES for a while, but uh, no, it's cool, man. Yeah.
2: It's great cool To see
0: younger kids like in the NES, which you guys agree? it's super cool yeah. to see. Man. I love it. Yeah. Anybody else? Jason, I think I've roasted Elements Elemental PlayStation One. Oh, nice, nice. How much did you end up paying for that? Thirty bucks. Oh, wow, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's definitely some deals to be had out there for sure. Yeah. Actually. Anybody else? Yeah. I came looking for a CLECO I found one for sixty. Nice. Yeah. That's a good deal for a CLECO Yeah, they're like hundred something on Amazon these days. So that's Yeah, it's really good. Does it come with any? Did you get any games with it? Uh, I it came with Donkey Kong, which seems pretty common. Okay. Yeah, it's a talking. You know, it usually came with it, but that's really cool. Yeah. It's a good port. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Jason and I had quite the
1: experience. Um, I came up yesterday, and we were hitting up some Goodwills around. Yeah. Google's and Salvation armies. Mm-hmm. How many of them would you say, like eight? Probably. Yeah, something like that. Oh, but before we get to that, we should recommend to everybody that Guardian Games, please. Oh yeah. Has yeah. anybody been to Guardian Games? Yeah. Oh my God, we went yeah. there for the first time. We, did, we were just driving by, and I haven't been in that area for a while. And
2: Stephanie saw it. And she saw she saw Zena in the window. <laughs> and the
1: driver, she's like, Stop she's call
2: like call Zena, me. and I'm like. Yeah, yes. oh, I'm yep. so I pull the e brake and we bust around and we go in there. But man, how that, far is that from here? It's like right through. It's like, not that
1: far. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, ten minutes maybe if that. But yeah, super cool place. It's not a video game store. They have games, but if you're into board games, it feels like you're walking into like. It reminded me of like the Page Master movie, that old kids movie, like with the library seems to go on forever and ever. That's what this felt like with board games. Like, to the ceiling. Mm, Yeah. It's huge. Um, Really big. I wish I had something like that by me. Maybe I don't, because then I get into Magic the Gathering and spend a thousand dollars on one card. Very impulsive like that. Like, how many of you play Hearthstone? Okay, a few of you. I don't even finally almost have the complete collection of Hearthstone cards, and that probably cost me close to $1,500. Wow. Yeah. So I'm very addictive when it comes to... Online card games. Like, I really got into the Pokemon trading card game online. I mean, you remember I was talking about that for a long time, yeah. I mean, the only way to get cards for that back then, you had to buy like real Pokemon cards in stores, but I didn't want to do that. So I bought the, the codes on eBay and by themselves, which were about a dollar a piece. Oh my gosh, I remember that. You were so oh, addicted, dude. Oh my. Wow. It was dangerous. So yeah. I was buying them in bulk lots. I probably spent close to
0: $1,000. I don't even play it anymore. So you can't, can you only download that one code once? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you put the code How in. How you not get scanned on it? How do you know someone Um. Sometimes I got used codes.
1: Uh, <laughs> and I write back to them and they send me more. So. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm honest. I wouldn't tell them it was used unless it really was. Yeah. I mean, do I regret spending all that money on a game and not playing it anymore? No, because I really enjoyed my time with it. And I don't know if any of you had that experience out there where it's like, say, an MMO. Like I used to play Final Fantasy XI and I put like 4,000 hours into that. Do I regret all the time that I lost in that game? No, because I had the time of my life time playing, it, Jason, I you put in how many hours in the battlefield? Oh, grind it. 800? 900? I don't know. But it's like if you're, you're that invested in... Like, it's not time lost. It's time enjoyed, in my opinion. Yeah, if you enjoy it, then then it's Because a lot of those experiences, too, you kind of can't go back to them anymore. Like, online games, obscure ones on, like, you know, PS2 Xbox, those don't even work anymore. Like, I would love to go back and play Shadowrun on the Xbox 360. That was one of my favorite online experiences ever. I know it's still up on the PC. Like, five people are playing it. But I don't know. Like, that's one of my favorite things is to... Get a game when it comes out and play it online because I know, like Godzilla on the PS4. How many of you actually bought that? Oh. All right, so yeah. I'm the only one in the room then.
2: I <laughs> want well, it. Wait, why to- is that game like so much? What did I miss? Money you watching. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Everywhere where I go, it's like, oh, here's Godzilla for Wii. It's
1: like a hundred bucks. Oh no no, Get this, this is here. the new one on PS4. Oh. It's just called Godzilla. Well, what's the deal
2: with that one? <laughs>
1: They they released it for way too much money sixty dollars but it's one of those games that drop down to forty within like the week after yeah okay. uh, but th- that's an example of kind of games that you do want to buy as soon as they come out because for the first week or two that's the only time people are going to be playing online you wait a month to buy it or two months when it's twenty dollars no one's going to be playing online. So if you're looking for that really unique experience where you can only have it for a couple of months by playing online with Godzilla fanatics, you know you have to you have to buy the games when they first come out. Eat that sixty dollars, and don't feel bad when the next month you see it for twenty dollars on Amazon. For those of you that haven't picked it up yet, though, it's basically a Godzilla simulator. I don't recommend it unless Is you're it? super into Godzilla. Really? Yes. It's,
0: it's so, so
1: slow. No, no. I mean, like, by Godzilla out. simulator, I mean it simulates you walking around in a big rubber suit. Like, it's super slow, super clunky, sign me up. Yeah, it's it's really clunky, but it's like a, I hate to use that term, like love later to Godzilla fans. Like, really? They have tons of monsters yeah, with on there. Well, for example, they have like seven, six or seven different versions of Godzilla himself in the game playable. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't have the terrible uh, what is it, 2000 versions. Like all the different movies? Yeah. wow, Wow. Well, if you're a Godzilla fan, that's like that's perfect. I mean, I mean, have you guys played any Godzilla games? No. Can't say I have. No. Probably the, my favorite one, though, is Destroy Monsters Melee on the GameCube. Okay. If you're looking for a Godzilla game, that's probably a really good one. There's also one on the Game Boy Advance, which if you are looking for Game Boy Advance games, if you see Godzilla Domination on the Game Boy Advance, it's actually a really hidden gem. Domination. Sorry, Metal Jesus, I'll give you $5 after the show. For the turn. <laughs> it's a real hidden gem on the Game Boy Advance. It's a, it's a really cool-looking brawler, sort of like a King of Monsters-style Godzilla game. So, it's like $20 a week. I'm writing that down. Okay.
0: You, need a, you need a trademark of that
1: or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are the costs? So we went to Goodwill. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was a long <laughs> tangent. Then Godzilla showed up and attacked Pete. Yeah, so we had a really dry spell at the Goodwills around here. I don't know if it was because the exhibitors like, hit him up before us or something. It's hard to tell. I mean, I always have a hard time with Goodwill.
0: It's mm-hmm. always tough.
2: Yeah, definitely. I've heard that uh, basically they'll auction off things that are actually,
1: if they come to the store, they'll auction yeah. off, off more to spend like, more collectors and collectible things online yeah. and not at the store. So. Oh, yes, because I noticed they have eBay pages now and stuff, yeah. They're throwing up. Because we, we walked in the one and they had Gold Nine in a case. We're like, oh wow, Gold Nine, $20 it's for the cart. We're like, where do they get these prices? And it was all ripped and faded. They had a PS3 six axis controller
2: loose for 20 bucks, yeah. And it's like, you know, like somebody there is like, oh, we got
1: video games. I feel like they love those.
0: Nintendo, it's probably valuable. And they yeah. jack up the price. Yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. I think my favorite one that we stopped at, though, was the, the vacuum one. <laughs> oh. So right by the games. <laughs> They have this old vacuum cleaner, and oh my god. Just sitting there. Oh, the smell. Holy <laughs> So Steph comes up to me, and she's like, how can you stay here looking through the games? I'm like, I'll do it for the games. Like, <laughs> I, was, I had to rummage through, but man, it's stunk over there. I mean, they had like a
2: sealed chrono figure there, and I'm like, I'm out of here. It smells <laughs> so stinky. That sucks. Oh. Oh my god. Look okay, at that, I went over everyone else's head too, John. This is what happens on the podcast when you do it. So they're all listening like...
0: I know, boom. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Should we open up for questions? you guys have any questions? Yeah, right there. What was the first console that you could ever bought with own
2: money? It's a great question.
0: Oh, first console. Of That's a great question. Oh, I'd probably say for me personally, probably the N64. Yeah, absolutely. I remember getting that. That was awesome. Um, that's probably for me, yeah. I remember getting that day one, man, being super excited. I got that. Let's see, I got that. Uh, and paddling wings with it. That was pretty amazing. Was it the N64? For me, as far as my own money. Yeah. Nothing else my parents paid
1: for. I think mine was either the 32X or the Jaguar. I can't remember. It was probably the 32X because I was obsessed with the Genesis, and I really wanted Knuckles: Chaotix, um, which is worth buying that system for by itself. Like that's another system, like the Virtual Boy, where it gets knocked on so hard, but you got games like Colibri, you have a great port of Blackthorn on there. I mean, even if you can. If you can find up those Chaotix for a decent price, that's like a seventy dollars game now. It's one of the more expensive ones. Um, it's, it's, like a, it's a, pain a pain good console. To, it's always a pain to hook up. The, like oh my god, I went to hook mine up metal tab. Oh um, um, my yeah. There's push. so many. You need like two or three power adapters for. and yeah. God forbid you lose that little adapter cable that comes with it. You got to buy one on eBay for like thirty dollars. So. Yeah, that's a hook hookup. But no, keep an eye out for 32X. And there's actually a lot of people here selling 32X stuff. Some of the more common games, but they're cheap. They're like $10, $15. Star Wars Arcade was a good port. Oh, oh that was fantastic. That, that was, was my first game, game, game for it, yeah. yeah. Virtual Fighter was not bad. It's yeah. um, another one. It's um, another cheap one. That's pretty good. Uh, virtual Racing is really good on this. Yeah, yeah that was probably the best one. Um, Tempo is a really good platformer, but that's it's not even at the show. I haven't seen it. Um, what else?
0: There's more to the 32X library. There's a lot, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, another one of the 32X, the There's some games that came out for like 32X yeah. yeah. and 6 CD, like, combined. Yeah, both, yeah. I don't It's just too much of a
1: pain in the ass to play something like that. Yeah. I don't feel like hooking up everything. Oh, uh, Colibri, though, is from the people that made Echo the Dolphin. So if you like that, is worth looking into. That, but That's like a, the cart only is 40.
0: So, what's the one with the Hummingbird? Uh, cold, so, yeah.
2: Is that yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and to answer your question, mine, I, I, I believe it was a 3DO. Because it was actually. For the full, a, full t- t- No, no, t- no, here's the here's story behind it. My friend had one, and um, I went home, of course, and I was like, Mom, I want one. And I was very fortunate, I got a lot of consoles for Christmas and birthdays. 3DO was not one of them, because it was so expensive. And I remember I remember my mom saying, I will buy this for you, but you have to pay for half of it. And so I worked, mowed lawns in Oregon. What'd you do? You cut grass as a kid, and um, I paid for half. And that was a beautiful day. I got uh, road rash and need for speed.
1: I love Road Rash. It's a great company. Oh, it's, it's one, one of the best. Things. It is. If you want to play Sounds Road Rash, 3DO version
0: is yeah, it's the, it's the, the best, best version of the best. Nice. What's, what, what, what was retail for 3DO back in the days? Oh, gosh. 99? Six, six, yes. Six, 99 yes, 699 Which, with inflation, it's like Seven. $700 bucks, $1, yeah. $1,000 today with inflation, it was crazy. Pretty yeah. expensive. That's cool. You still have it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. FZ1. Nice. Cool. There's someone here selling
1: FC1s I saw for like 130 We saw one in a Goodwill, but not a Goodwill. We saw it in Guardian Games. Actually, if you're looking for a cheap 3DO, FC1, the really cool looking model, um, Guardian Games has one for $80, which is pretty No pretty controller, cool. but it has the oh, no AV
2: and power yeah, but cable. You can find a controller here. Yeah. It's oh, weird how Daisy controllers get yeah, those kind of Oh, that was a low blow, man. You play two player, all you do is when player two is winning, just go. See
1: you later. Yeah. It was a weird weird. A little old, old, old. Street Fighter Two. Turbo,
0: Street Furniture Turbo's Green Yeah, that portos, yeah, it, was yeah it was always considered the best port for it until I guess yeah. But you needed like the special controller for it because the
2: three button controller was hard to What wasn't that like the gold star controller or
0: something? There's a six button controller. Oh okay, yeah. Cool, good question. Any other questions? Yeah, great question. Awesome. Right, right here we'll get some the code.
2: Have you guys ever gone to a gaming expo like this and not purchased anything? Oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. He asked if we've ever gone to a gaming convention and not purchased anything. (laughs) Oh, that's hard.
1: That's hard, man. Uh, There's times where I I feel like not purchasing anything, but I feel very obligated to. Yeah. Because if I feel like I'm coming all the way to a gaming convention, sometimes I force myself to buy stuff. I think the most dangerous time for me is in on a Sunday at the end of the expo that's and I still have some leftover money out, yeah. uh, I, I feel like I have to like oh. I make really big impulse buys during that
0: time and I, it's almost like a game you're just like okay, what kind of deal can I get where can I find the deal I have an easy answer I mean packs, I guess If you oh yeah packs. It. I mean they don't really have much vendor so it's kind of cheating because most of it's you know industry stuff but except for the pink gorilla boots yeah. pink gorilla yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the best gaming it is stuff it is yeah for sure absolutely right. how about you Jason
2: uh, no, no, I have to buy something every time.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Do you have bad Oh, yeah. Uh, we fish. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it will be fun. We have some questions back okay. here, I think. Uh, all right, look. Uh, pink purple, girl purple. Um, what was your first Atari game you played? First Atari game? Any specific system or just in general Atari 2600? Atari game. First Atari
1: game I played. I mean, okay, well... What's the first, first Atari game you played, with your question? I didn't grow up with the 2600. My dad passed me down a ColecoVision instead, so I guess that's... Okay. So I grew up ColecoVision. So I didn't get an Atari system until the Jaguar. So technically, my first Atari game would be Alien vs. Predator on the yeah. Atari Jaguar. It's a good game. Very yeah. good game. we buying a
2: Jaguar for. Yeah. What are you, uh, This is actually easy. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was this thing. <coughs> oh, Which I still have. I have an Atari branded Pong, uh, Pong system, two-player. So that was my first, and then shortly after, I got the 2600, and I played Combat with my dad.
0: I like uh, Warlords for the Atari 2600. It's great, good controls. That was probably one. I don't know if it was necessarily the first, but certainly the first one I remember playing because it just left that impression for me. The best
1: version of Warlords. Did any of you play Warlords when it was on the Xbox 360 library? Oh, it was? That's another experience you missed out on. Yes, four-player <laughs> online multiplayer with a kind of weird, like, you know, it's got flashy graphics, because of course it's Xbox 360, but it was a really fun version of Warlords that if you can still buy it, you got a group of friends, you know, if you're distant. It's a great, a lot of fun. Was this around the same time they had Pong on there? <laughs> Laggy, Laggy Pong? Did you guys ever play Pong on uh, 360? Well, no, they would have had to download it through the Xbox Live indie game, Whatever the hell they used to call it back then. Yeah. So Jason and I one night were like, we just wanted to hang out, and play something on on Twitch. And this was years ago. So we it's dating. We us. found the game on there. I think it was called. It was called Pong. It was called like tennis something. But it was like, it was a clone of Pong. It was. We were the only two people online. We we're probably the only two people that bought this that game I ever played it. Yeah. It was a dollar, and you could play online multiplayer. That was the selling point. Hello, Pong multiplayer online. Come on. I mean, who wouldn't want to play that for a dollar? It went down in history. We played it for about an hour because I think the Twitch stream is actually archived, you know, or unless they deleted it. But it was laggy the whole time. So you're trying, the ball is like going like this, and then suddenly it's like that. Like or it would just go through the paddle. And I'm just like, what?
2: Laggy pong. You know? for a
1: dollar, we had an house worth of fun. We, so. we, got, our, we got our money's worth. Did any of you ever download an Xbox Live indie game from that special marketplace that they had? Okay,
0: yeah, that's nice. you guys. Fair cool. Beer pong. Oh, they had a beer pong on there once. L- laggy beer pong. Yeah. That's funny. Right on. Okay, I think that's one of the questions over here. Okay, the gray shirt right there. Uh when's the podcast turned back to uh regular appearance? That's a great question.
1: And I don't know how to not this month because we're all very busy Yeah, we've, we've talked
2: about it. We wanna do it. It's just a matter of actually scheduling everyone and getting it. I'm not together. sure it would be weekly. It
0: would probably be bi weekly. Yeah. Yeah enjoy it. and we, we mess it for sure, and you know it's, we've been doing it for five years. You know we're like, close, getting close to episode two hundred. <laughs> so like this, will, this will be episode one ninety seven. This is one ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I mean, to answer your question, uh, I don't know. Probably, we'll probably start recording again next month, maybe. Try to and try yeah, to. The holidays are here, and that's a crazy time too. So. It's tough because we're all in different time zones too, and we're all other stuff going on, you know. But it's something that we definitely want to put on the front burner for sure focus on mm-hmm. it. I enjoy it. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good question. So as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other questions? We have some questions back here. Okay. Uh, back to the back, way back. You right there. Yeah. So with the SNES and the NES games getting more and more expensive, what's the next system to have a fresh get did. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so the question was, before, he was: He mentioned that with the NES and Super Nintendo, prices is going up. What's the next system to maybe have that same trend? Well, I think there's way more than NES and Super. Like, Genesis is going way up. Genesis is going up, for sure. Um,
1: Jaguar. I'm trying to think of, like, what system. Even the Dreamcast is getting pretty started to go up, yeah. Um, even N64, like, oh my god. I've been after a copy of Chameleon Twist 2 on N64 yeah, for right God knows how long. I can't get it. Yeah. It's like two hundred dollars. Um, what is a system that is pretty? even like games like you know? I, I mean, original Xbox. You have a, like retro systems. Well, I guess you can call them Xbox
0: retro at this point. Yeah, that's weird. to call it. I know. I still feel <laughs> weird. Um, like even games like I, I misplaced my Super Mario sixty four uh, or Mario Kart sixty four copy, and I, it took me forever to find a copy of that in, in the wild, which is crazy. Like, those are just those always go really high. You know, any, any Mario game for the NTC 4 seems to be really, really popular in Nintendo for publisher. Sure. You know,
1: sure. Oh, that, that, it just came to me. I've actually been collecting a lot more for Game Boy Advance because right now Game Boy Advance's complete box stuff is actually pretty affordable. Um, I picked up a, a lot of games for that that, you know, typically even for the more sought-after stuff, $30, $40 at most. For some of the more uncommon stuff, but you can there's so many great Game Boy Advance games mm-hmm. that you can get on eBay, ten fifteen dollars complete, really good stuff. Game Boy Color as well. So, if you're into Nintendo stuff, handhelds, look into Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, like right now, not so much original Game Boy, there's because original Game Boy stuff is expensive. finding that complete in boxes is definitely harder for some of the because people threw those boxes away, yeah. But Game Boy Advance is what you should be looking into right now. Yeah, I was just, I've been thinking
2: about that while I'm sitting here. I'm like, you know, GameCube is, uh, it's kind of right in between,
1: I think. Uh, there, there's a few games that, actually, you know, I was at a. I was at Retro World Expo in Connecticut. Were any of you there, by chance? Okay. Uh, I picked up probably the most expensive U.S., maybe, except for Pokemon bombs, uh GameCube game called Gotcha Force. Hmm. Anybody have Gotcha Force? I didn't buy it. Because it's like a $200 plus game. I did a big trade for it, a whole bunch of rare Game Boy Advance games. And I usually don't trade, but I wanted that game. What, can you explain this briefly? What is it? It's sort of like a think virtual, uh, virtual on with, oh, sort of like more, more of a kitty tone to it. Sort of like a three D action fighting kind of game, really fast paced. So like Max and stuff. Yeah, it's one of those games that kind of went under the radar for a long time. It was like twenty dollars, and then I guess someone on YouTube did a video. I don't know what happened. It shot up to like two hundred dollars. Really? <laughs> when you say Gotcha, I just think of the NES game. Oh yeah, the Zapper,
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah is guy. i is it Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we have time for a few more, a couple more questions. Uh, right there in the blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know of any rare gems from the N64? Rare gems from the N64? i take a question for you.
1: I know I'm taking time to. uh, I was a really big fan of Iggy's Wrecking Balls. I, I know it's, it's, that game gets slammed, but it's sort of like this really weird race. You've never played anything like it before. Where it's sort of like you're racing on rails. Think of it like a roller coaster in a way. And you race as like these monster ball things. It's so out there and different. If you like racing games, you should look into it. Metal Jesus, what do you think? What's the treasure game? Uh, oh, Sin it and Punishment? Uh, really? Yes. Oh, I see. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, questions. Like, there's, there's, way
0: more out there. But yeah. Are, it's hard to yeah. think yeah. of them all. I'll send you. There you go. Yeah. All right. Another question. Uh, okay. Right. Right there. Yep. You. Yeah. Oh, me, oh sorry. Yeah, sorry. What, um, what do you guys think is like the most overrated gaming franchise and the most underrated gaming franchise? Most overrated and underrated gaming franchise. Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah. That's a good question. Wow. Be careful. Yeah, I gotta be careful what you see with this. Yeah, that's (laughs) good. Shh, I'm not scared.
1: Yeah, Star Wars. (laughs) Most overrated. I'm not a fan of Metal Gear Solid. Woo! I just can't get into that series. People like keep. It was a point when I made a video and I made like a PS3 collection video and I didn't own Metal Gear Solid 4. I swear to God, half the comments were like, where is Middle Gear Solid for? This is back when yeah. it just kind of came out. I actually forced myself to buy that game, to put it in my collection, to shut people up, because I still haven't
0: played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of hate here. I know if I will, but I'm not a huge fan of Smash Brothers. I mean, it's a good game. It's not like, I, don't know, I prefer the standard fighting game, personally, but I know a lot of people hate me for saying um, I kind of have to agree with you, John. So. It's, a, it's a two-way street there.
1: So many. I mean, I, I keep plugging the Klonoa series because that's like one of my. After Sonic, Klonoa is like my next child. Uh, there hasn't been a game on that since Game Boy Advance, like 2004, I think. And the last hope was Project X Zone, and they took out Klonoa characters from that game. Uh, so, yeah, there's no more Klonoa going. And Dynamco abandoned it. Think of all those underrated racing games you played, Jason. Oh, man.
0: Hello Kitty Racer.
2: Yeah. Hello Kitty Racer. That was quite a bonding experience. Really? We had. That was a bond- another Pete and Jason bonding experience, yeah. Yeah, we were in...
1: Jason took New a York? down to New York, so I took him to uh, Toys R Us down there. and We lived there. <laughs> we went down into the basement, we found the Wii U games, and I found Hello Kitty... What do they call it? Hello Kitty Racer. Oh. I saw it down there. I'd never seen it before, and I'm like, I picked up two copies, and I'm like, Jason... That, you it, know, wasn't thing I to sell, it was like you buy two. I get what's yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna say no. So we both picked up a copy. You've played it. I haven't. This is a really funny
2: story too because I I, I grabbed the game and then like an employee. I don't, came even, think, over. I don't even think we had words exchanged. We just like looked at one another. <laughs> like at one another. <laughs> yeah, nothing was said. It was like he gave it to me and we just we walked <laughs> off. But an employee came up and the, and the employee was like, "Oh, can I help you guys find anything?" You know, and I just pull up Hello Kitty Racer and I'm just like. Is this the, what do you think about this and she was like is it for your daughter and I'm just like no it's for these two grown men here <laughs> and, and no doubt she says you probably should find a different game <laughs> and I'm like no so it is, is a cart racing game and you played it, this, it it's pretty bad um, it's terribly good <laughs> it's, good. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. But you know what? It's it's intended for kids. It's super slow. There's no drifting. There's like two power ups. Like don't even bother. But you know, I gotta we have all these. You gotta take a chance with those impulse buys. You know, I love my horrible racing game. So yeah, absolutely. Penny racer. What time is it? Three yeah, we we yeah, I think we gotta wrap it up. But what time? It's about yeah it's eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. The next panel's supposed to start at eleven fifteen. So all right, okay. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Really, we appreciate it so much.